Hello everyone, this is Attack the Backlog, the podcast where I, Mark Kuznez, tries to make a dent in their backlog one game at a time. This episode is all about Streets of Rage 1, and Streets of Rage 2, and yes, even Streets of Rage 3. Now, before I decided to attack this trilogy of a backlog, I assumed I already beat 1 and 2 because I remember playing them all the time, but never 3. So, with the release of 4, I thought I'd replay the first two and finally play through the third. However, once I started playing 1, I realized I've never finished it. Weird, right? Then I started playing 2, which I was so sure I've finished multiple times. But then, once again, I quickly learned that wasn't the case. Not only did I not beat two multiple times, I never even beat it once. What the hell was I doing as a kid? I owned one and two, one as part of the six pack and two on its own, but I apparently was too shitty to take the time to finish them. Maybe it's because at that point in my life, my brother no longer played games with me and I didn't like playing alone, or maybe I just needed to get good and didn't have Ninja's book available at the time in order to do so. Either way, I've remedied that now, having beaten 1, 2, and 3, and let me tell you, I've got some thoughts. So, I wasn't sure how to structure this at first. Should I talk about the games in order, or just talk freely about all three of them interchangeably? I opted for the former because the latter seems like it would get out of hand and rambly almost immediately, though I won't shy away from talking about the other games when it makes sense. And so, let me be begin with Streets of Rage 1, which, and this may surprise you, is my favorite of the bunch. Also, I'll probably end up getting rambly anyway, even though this is scripted. As soon as I booted up Streets of Rage 1, so many memories came flooding back. This was the game I remembered, with the cast I remembered, and the special attack I remembered. It was like returning home. This was the first time I've played Streets of Rage for more than a few minutes as part of one of Sega's many collections in years potentially since the Genesis, and what surprised me right off the bat was my first thought. I think Streets of Rage might be the best feeling beat-em-up series of them all. Is that crazy? I don't think so given how beloved the second game is, but after playing through the rest of the games, I feel confident in saying Streets of Rage is the best feeling beat-em-up series of them all. Especially 3, though, and I'll get to this later, that's pretty much all 3 has going for it. But these games really do feel great. Great. Attacking is simple like a lot of beat-em-ups, but the ability to grapple, which isn't exclusive to the Streets of Rage series, adds a layer of depth to the combat and is easy to pull off without putting yourself in harm's way. Also, grappling just feels really good. And if an enemy grabs you and throws you, all you have to do is press up and jump before hitting the ground and you'll recover without taking any damage. And then there's your special attack where you call in the cops for support and see them drive up, pull out a bazooka, and rain fire upon on the enemy before you. It's ridiculous and it's awesome and, sadly, only in the first game. 2 and 3 replace the bazooka attack with basic superpowered attacks where in 2 you lose health for using and in 3 you lose health for using only if you don't let your special meter refill before using it again. I really like the ridiculous nature of one special attack but if that's not an option I really like the way 3 handles it, not penalizing you for using it unless you're spamming it for whatever 
whatever reason. In addition to that change, 2 and 3 add an extra attack where you double tap forward and attack which, when playing as Axel, is a fiery uppercut reminiscent of the dragon punch from Street Fighter, and 3 adds the ability to dash, which I really like and is why I think the third game feels the best. I don't think the Streets of Rage games do anything too crazy from a gameplay standpoint, but they feel great because when you think you should land an attack, you do. And if you get overwhelmed, you have ways of dealing with those situations, like using your special to escape when grabbed in two or three. One can never underestimate the simple satisfaction that comes from wanting to do something and having it work. That is something I imagine most games strive to achieve, and Streets of Rage does that. When I want to do something, I do it, and at no point do I feel like I'm not only fighting the ruffians on screen, but the controller in my hands as well. Now, it's a little weird talking about three games in one episode because it's impossible not to constantly compare them all, but the most noticeable difference between one and its sequels are the visuals. Don't get me wrong, Streets of Rage looks good, but the jump between one and two is pretty substantial and if I could have my dream game, it would be Streets of Rage 1 with the visuals of two and the mechanics of three. Music wise, I'm torn between one and two. Both are great, but I think I lean towards the first. Either way, I know I'll have good music as long as I stay far, far away from the god-awful musical mess that is Streets of Rage 3, if you even want to call that music. Also, I love how I said I'm going to focus on one game at a time and have already failed horribly at doing so. Back to Streets of Rage 1, what I love about the first game is that it feels the most well-balanced from start to finish, whereas 2 starts off incredibly easy and then jumps up in difficulty around the halfway point, and 3 is just an overly difficult mess thanks to changes made for the US release for God knows why. If you don't know, Streets of Rage 3 is more difficult than its Japanese counterpart, Bare Knuckles 3. Streets of Rage 3's normal difficulty is equivalent to hard in Bare Knuckles 3 and so on. On top of that, they decided to change the color scheme of Axel for the US release and I hate it. Why do that? Were they trying to add story by saying Axel ran out of blue jeans and white tees and instead of buying more, just went over to Adam's house and stole some of his clothes? Also, why not just have Adam return instead of his stupid kid brother, Skate, who looks like he belongs in a Saturday morning cartoon PSA, but I digress. When playing through the first game, outside of a few frustrating bosses, I didn't have too much difficulty making my way through the game, and even with the frustrating bosses, one in particular, once you learn how to deal with them, it's a pretty easy and manageable beat-em-up. For some, it might be too easy, but for me, as someone who played through all three games alone, I felt like Streets of Rage 1 was by far the most manageable game to tackle on my own. And the aforementioned frustrating boss, well, technically there are two of them, so I guess you'd call them bosses, was Mona and Lisa. Those hoppity jumpy bastards drove me nuts as I tried figuring out how to deal with them and even after I learned the winning strategy, their fight was still a tedious chore and not fun at all. When I had to fight against them again in stage 7 just outside the big bad's office, part of me wanted to jump out of the window of the skyscraper I was in, in game, not in real life, don't worry, and end it all there. But I stood my ground, beat them again, and beat the final boss after accidentally agreeing to join them the first time 
which sends you back to Sage 6 while destroying your morale along the way. Streets of Rage 1 is the most straightforward of the games and its simplicity is something I love. It feels great, looks great when not compared to its sequels, sounds great, and is a blast to play. I think of the bunch, Streets of Rage 1 is the one I'm most likely to return to on a maybe regular basis from now on. That said, Streets of Rage 2 is a very close second and maybe the one I'd pick if playing with a buddy. As I mentioned earlier, the graphical jump from 1 to 2 is substantial and it would be hard going from 2 to 1 back to back given how much nicer 2 looks. 2 is much more vibrant whereas 1 is more muddy and muted which makes sense given the somewhat change in tone between the two games. Streets of Rage 1 is more gritty and grimy while 2 gets a bit more funky, silly, and weird. At one point in 2, you end up on this incredibly elaborate pirate ship that is part of an arcade and makes no sense at all. Like, how? Why? And when you leave the ship, you fall from the sky and land back in the streets. What? What the hell is going on? But it gets even weirder. After that, you fight this alien head that looks like it was taken directly from a Contra game and follow that up by fighting dunes on a baseball diamond which eventually leads it down to an underground wrestling ring and then shortly after that, you fight a boxer who looks alarmingly similar to Bald Bull from Punch-Out. Like, there's no way they weren't inspired by Bald Bull similar. It's all ridiculous and stupid, but I love it for that. A game about walking mostly from left to right, punching and kicking everything in your way, can afford to be a bit or a lot silly. Where Streets of Rage 2 loses me and falls short of the first game is in its pacing, both from a difficulty standpoint and the way levels are set up. When I first started Streets of Rage 2, I was surprised by how easy it was, but once I made it about halfway through, it felt like it suddenly jumped up a notch and while I have no problem with the game getting more difficult, I prefer a gradual increase as opposed to a sudden one, and I think the first game beats the second in this respect. Then there's the way levels are structured. I'm sure most people love the variety, regularly transitioning to new areas, sometimes for very short periods of time, like jumping from a pirate ship to the streets to an alien hive to the streets again and so on, but I found it exhausting at times and wished I could just walk from left to right until reaching the boss. Call me a simpleton if you must, but that was another thing I preferred from the first game. That said, I still really enjoyed my time with 2 and think it's a great game, I just happen to think 1 is a wee bit greater. What I don't think is a great game or even a good game is Streets of Rage 3. As mentioned earlier, Streets of Rage 3 went through some changes when brought to the states and I don't know why. Choosing to make the default normal difficulty actually the hard difficulty is dumb. Locking part of the game away if you choose to play on easy, which is actually normal, is even dumber, and having weird-ass music created by some weird-ass automated composing system is the dumbest of them all. Both Streets of Rage 1 and 2 have great music, so one would expect the same from 3, but 3 doesn't even have good or okay music. The music in 3 is abysmal and physically painful to listen to at times.
I'm all for experimentation, but this experiment should have never seen the light of day. Other than feeling great, Streets of Rage 3 falls short of its younger siblings on almost every front, and that's a shame. I know some say Bare Knuckles 3 is very different and actually a good game, but I have a hard time believing that after playing through Streets of Rage 3 because the difficulty is far from its only problem. Some of the level design is horrible. The bit where you're getting chased by a bulldozer is awful, and more so than the other two games, sometimes the AI likes hanging off screen for way too long, and these are just a few of its problems. I'm sure Bare Knuckles 3 is a better game, but I doubt it's a good one. That said, I won't know until I try it for myself, and well, I need a break after playing through 3 before I subject myself to that game again, even if it is better. Streets of Rage is a series I remember fondly from my childhood as a Sega kid growing up despite learning that I never actually beat any of them as a kid. Having remedied that now with all three games, I feel confident in saying, despite how terrible the third game is, Streets of Rage is my favorite beat-em-up franchise. I may like the TMNT games more purely from a thematic standpoint, but if we throw all of that out the window and focus solely on the gameplay, TMNT, as much as it pains me to say, would lose that fight. And with 1, 2, and 3 now beaten, there's only one thing left to do. Play Streets of Rage 4, which is exactly what I'm about to do, and spoilers is what you can expect from the next episode of Attack the Backlog. I've never done two games from the same series back to back before, well, technically four games, but there's always a first time for everything, and that first time is right now, or will be right now in two weeks when the Streets of Rage 4 episode comes out, so I guess the first time is not right now, but almost now. Regardless, you know what they always say about your first time, it ends fast and is often disappointing. Seriously though, I cannot wait to play Streets of Rage 4. Anyway, that will do it for this here episode of Attack the Backlog. Once again, I am your host, Mark Kuznez. Y'all can find me on Twitter and pretty much everywhere at PX Sausage. The site is, of course, pixelatedsausage.com, where you can find this podcast as well as the Pixelated Sausage podcast and on Amazingly Baka, our new anime podcasts, all of which are available on podcast services across the globe. And if you're not watching this on YouTube, you can watch this on YouTube. If you are on YouTube, hi! But if you're not, youtube.com slash pixelated sausage to check out Attack the Backlog along with some other videos as well. If you'd like to check out the art I make, you can go over to pxsart.com and check it out there. If you see something you like, click the link and it'll take you to where you can purchase a print of the piece you fancy. And if you fancy the site in general and anything that we do, please go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that way. As always, thank you for watching or listening. I hope you enjoy this here episode and I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day.